Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Chugging right along. Chugga, chugga. Hello, everybody. Hey. Hey, hey, guys. Hey. Oh, hey. I am no speaky. No speaky? I don't know. I don't know. Is Craig fucking us up again? Nope, Craig's here. Well, for now. For Uh, now. uh, Yeah. No speaky. I don't know. Like, I don't get out. I'm just <laughs> locked in a hole all day, every day. You start feeling like everyone's going to turn into Gollum. Yeah, probably. Well, you know, that's why everybody needs haircuts, because... I need my haircut. I need my haircut. We need to open back up. Fuck a yeah. pandemic. Yeah. Masks are infringing on my freedoms. <laughs> Boy, oh. howdy, do those Slipknot guys hate freedom. <laughs> uh, well, hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, the Triple M Podcast. Howdy. <laughs> during these trying times that advertisers <laughs> will be like, oh, during these trying times, uh, we are here with you, blah, blah, blah. Take an additional 5% off yeah. of the Triple M Podcast. It's free. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, if you're Whatever. paying for this, like, we ain't getting the money. Yeah, we're not getting any of that money. I think we've made, like, a dollar thirty <laughs> overall. <laughs> uh, good thing I haven't had to claim that on my taxes yet. Yeah, yeah we got a I few mean, to go. Yeah, because uh, we go through Spreaker, and Spreaker doesn't get write you a check until you make $10. <laughs> <laughs> Like, season two, episode seven. We haven't made. Yeah, we haven't made uh, ten dollars. But but could you imagine just like breaking even with that, like hitting ten dollars? No man. Five I mean that'd be fun. cool. You're the one doing the mostly the producing work, so I guess I get like three bucks. Yeah, you get. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about this before, very early on in the podcast. <laughs> <The> split <laughs> <laughs> for all our wealth. Oh yeah. Uh, so when, how you been? Friggin' what? triple M boat. Gonna get a triple oh, yeah, the triple. Yacht. Yeah, we need a yacht. That's a tax write-off. Can you imagine what kind of bullshit we could do out in uncharted waters, you know? Like, no laws. Play all that kinds reminds of music. Me of, um, was it uh, C-Lab 2021? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when, uh, when, what was it? Uh, Murphy, he had a Howlin' Mad Murphy radio show. <laughs> Pirate radio. And, like, the pirate radio and the FCC came along and like bombed it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make shows uh, like that anymore. Damn millennials. Oh, Damn millennials. There are no C Lab having asses. That was a great fucking show. That and was bird, like classic. Man. Yeah, classic adult swim. You had C Lab, Harvey Birdman. Bird Attorney at Law, I think I have like two or three seasons of that on DVD. I still love the old Venture Brothers. <laughs> oh, Venture Brothers, like, oh, I absolutely loved. I would like just watch 
Venture Brothers over and over and over. It'd be like Rick and Morty now. Yeah. I think like uh, uh just Brock how they Simpson would could have kicked the shit out of Rick. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just how everybody was absolutely fucking horrible in it. But <laughs> I love how they would just, Yeah. They would just spoof everything. It was such a nerd's like wet dream. Because they would spoof so many things. And they would reference so many like there were there were no they it didn't hold back. <laughs> There'd be like comic books and movies and music and fucking just anything they would reference. Uh, what about Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh now roll the world. Oh, oh, how the world. <laughs> I think we're all a little bit like Carl. <laughs> confused and angry all the time. <laughs> fucking Carl. <laughs> Which one of yous broke the moon rules number one on the side of my car? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You have to watch those old shows again. Like, uh, Aquatween, like, it was good. I just couldn't, I couldn't watch it, like, a lot. Like, if it was, like, more than two hours, I'm like, all right, I got it. Two hours of Aquatine. <laughs> I got to go do something or I'm going to fucking kill somebody. Your fucking brain's scrambled at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, like, classic. That was, like, the good, like, golden age of Adult Swim. Yeah. Now that I get these new, new damn fucking Thundercats don't look like Thundercats. No, that's not on Aquatine. That's not on Adult Isn't Swim, it? though. Not good because it sucks. No. <laughs> well, I mean, my thing is, like, I get it. I get why people are mad about that shit, but at the same time, it's it's not for you and it's not for me. You know what I mean? It's for the kids. It's for the kids, man. We've all, we had our run. We, you know what? We had a good run. We're <laughs> old, right? We, we're in retirement homes now. <laughs> there's a ne- there's a new generation that needs to experience the greatness that is Thundercats, and if it needs to be presented in a way that they'll fucking eat up, okay, cool. That's how you know corporations work. <laughs> I like That's my like um, realistic and furryish. Yeah. What? <laughs> like what was it? The first episode? None of them wore any clothing. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I don't think that that you could get away with that right now. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Lionel's uh, got a hanger on him. I was watching um uh well there's a Voltron and Voltron is actually really good. Yeah, yeah. Um and then there's the new She-Ra that's on Netflix, which is actually fantastic. Ooh. Um, but again, it's like neither I guess Voltron could kind of be for our age demographic, but it's yeah. it's still kind of for the younger generation. She-Ra is definitely for the younger generation, but I mean, it's actually live action reboot of Brave Star. Yes. <laughs> With uh, fucking Man. Idris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think he's an Indian or Indian. I don't Native care. American. My my. I apologize. I want. Yeah, I, I want Idris. <laughs> <laughs> Idris Elba is. What was his name? Brave Star, right? Yeah. The Chief Brave Star. I don't know. Oh, Jesus, it was such a trip. You fuck each other. There was that one. God, there was um what was the one where they would have suits and other things would get attached onto them and they could like uh fly around and shit. God. It was like Exo something. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember that one. Oh man. I'll have to 
You are substantially couple. older than I am. Though. That's true. I'm an old old man. Um, <laughs> so much older than me. Like, I'm basically a Z in your world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Centurions. Old. That's what it was. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't think I watched that one. Uh, and yeah, well, it was, you know, it was old. It was yeah. old cartoon. When it was at 1986. <laughs> oh, shit. Where was I? I was around. <laughs> <laughs> you were I was watching G.I. Joe. Yeah. Yeah, it was right around that time, though. I think, yeah, there was, Joe. there was like Centurions, and then there was G.I. Joe, and of course Transformers. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. original, like two or three seasons of Transformers before Optimus died. Yeah, fucking bullshit. Oh my god. Oh man. Oh, and then I remember uh did you ever watch was it uh it's not Thundercats, there was another cat mm. show. Mm. Was it Mad Cats? Was it Maybe. Mad Cats? It's a knockoff. No, it was um There was there was these two there were brothers and SWAT cats, that's what it was. Oh my god. SWAT. Oh yeah, yeah. SWAT They're in cat. like the blue SWAT team clothes and shit. Yeah, and they had like a cool airplane. Yeah. One was that. like one was like an A and then the other guy was like a fucking mechanic guy. Yeah. It was... Mm, yeah. <laughs> that was a trip. Ugh. SWAT yeah, they don't make cartoons like they used to. What they... we need is Street Sharks. Yeah, they need to make a Street Sharks movie. Like a live action. Yeah, like Michael Bay should do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I would... Yeah. That would be acceptable. Because Starring Megan Fox. Yeah. In Megan a Fox role that any trained chimpanzee could play. <laughs> and Maki Mock. Maki Mock. Maki Mock should play all, all three of the street sharks. Then Scarlett Johansson can be in it, and when she demands to go topless, Michael Bay can, again, refuse. Ugh. What a He's horrible the fucking move. What fucking asshole. Like, if you don't hate Michael Bay before that you knew that he <laughs> said, no, no Scarlett, no, you should not get nude in this movie, you should hate him now. You, if I had to tell you that he told Scarlett, no, you're not getting naked. Yeah, and she wanted to. She was her yeah. idea. Yeah. Like, for God's mm-hmm. sake, man. You only get so many opportunities where Scarlett Johansson says, hey, let me get naked. Yeah. And then she did get, like, she's only been, what, in, naked in, like, one movie, and that was Under the Skin, which I oh, tried boy. watching. I that is, uh... That's a that weird a, one. That's a slow... Wow. Okay. And it was made by some guy who'd, like, only done commercials before. Impressive. Yeah. And he got a hold of Scarlet, and then he's like, yeah, you should just go all naked. That's all it took. Just some guy. To make yeah. a movie who had made commercials before. Uh, we did some Fruity Loops. Uh, we're going to do uh, this movie with ScarJo. Yeah. Isn't she like the highest paid actress in Hollywood right now? I think so. I think she is. I'm pretty sure. That's probably like between her and like Scarlett or uh, Charlize Theron. Mm, man, maybe. I think but Yeah, Scar no, Joe's I think you're right. On top, though. Like she's in more. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, once. Uh, Fury Road, Furiosa's movie or whatever it's going to be called comes out, maybe. Well, uh, Charlize isn't going to be in that one. Shite. Who's going to play uh, Furiosa? 
They don't. They don't know yet. Uh, so yeah. it's going to be a prequel. And Amanda I guess, Spikery. yeah, I guess that uh, she's already said that she's not going to be um, in it, and they're sure. working on casting somebody else. Well, I can't shit. remember who that they've they've. There's a few kind of prominent names, but yeah, she's not she's not attached to it anymore. Hopefully, it's Daisy Ridley. What's your name, Mad Mad Skywalker? <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. She's a good actress. She's just it's, just, it's not her fault yeah. that. Oh no, I don't blame the actors and actresses for yeah. that pile of shit. Yeah, like, they were they were just saying their lines and doing their job and thought yeah. it was a thing to be in Star Wars and fucking J.J. Abrams. I was watching yeah. Alias, which is also a great J.J. Abrams uh like piece, right? Concept, but. Yeah, but J.J. Abrams, he's like, like there's like, a, he's kind of like an iceberg. The very, very tip mm. of the iceberg that everybody gets to see, and which is usually like, you know, the pilot in the first few episodes. It's great fucking material. But then yeah. everything else under the water is just absolute fucking trash that, like, <laughs> he never thought ahead about. Yeah, like Lost. Exactly. God, exactly yeah, like fucking like Lost. Way too long. I didn't yeah. even finish it. I was like, I was done. No, I think I watched like the first, like it was like what three or four seasons, and then oh, you get a smoke monster. Then that didn't do anything, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. oh we're gonna go in a bunker." Like, oh, oh, oh. No, there's a there's a polar bear. Like, like wh- wow. what? Then they get off then, the island, and they're like, "Oh, we gotta go back to the island." Holy crap! Yeah. And then there was like the side universe, or like the side <laughs> stories that wow. didn't happen in the. I don't know, man. J.J. Abrams like. And then, like, his Star Trek, you know, he's like, like this is a really good idea. Let's have Khan's blood heal everybody. Okay, cool. So nobody dies now. Ah, we're we're not gonna... We didn't think that far ahead, so it's not gonna get brought into anything. It was terrible. I didn't even watch the third one. I I can't stand those movies. I haven't. I I think I watched it. It was on TV. They ruined Star Trek for me. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't even want to watch the new show. I was like, this is just not Star Trek. Picard is actually pretty good. Yeah, I haven't checked that out. I know Patrick Stewart probably wouldn't screw around with Picard. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Pat Stu. So, Stew. you know, yeah, I got Pat Stu in it. We watched the first episode because it was free. Mm. Uh, and I think that um, there's like a deal now or something so that you can watch them. I, I haven't really yeah. investigated. But the first episode was, was really good. It yeah. had me hooked if, like, was it CBS? If they had like a like a few other good shows, I probably would give them money. But they have trash. So yeah, kind I'll of the end of the uh, good old days of streaming when you could just you know get on Netflix and everything's there. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody you know, has their own service. Yeah, I'll wait for it to come out on Amazon, like as you know the season, and then I'll mm-hmm. just buy it then. But yeah, it's, it was good. It was really really good. I just didn't like the uh, discovery, like all the commercials I saw, the dialogue didn't really mesh for me. And right. Yeah, the whole Calvin yeah. universe can fuck off with. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Like, I think one of them was like, oh, we're going to get into a time tsunami, which isn't as cool as it sounds. It's like, that's not how <laughs> they speak in any, any fucking Star Trek I've ever yeah. seen. Like This, this isn't like it, um... oh, if a bunch of hipsters were in a spaceship. Is it uh, Eamon Mount? Aim, aim, what is his name? I think that he's like the the captain. Oh, I don't know. On the uh, of Discovery. Yeah. 
I don't mean I don't even care. But he, he's like <laughs> a Anson Mount. That's what yeah, okay. he was in Hell on uh, Wheels. Yeah, yeah, Star Trek Discovery. He was Black Bolt and the really oh. shitty Inhumans. Um, he's like cool. he's a really cool guy though. Yeah. It just sucks that he keep like Hell on Wheels is pretty good, but then yeah, watch some else. of that. Like I wish the show episodes were a bit longer. Yeah, it's like you watch. I yeah, what was it like a half hour show? So I I don't remember. I don't know. I haven't really got into it. Just it yeah, felt it, short. <laughs> it was an AMC show, so it had potential, but yeah, but they shamble on and yeah. on and on. But anyway, yeah, Anson Mount is cool. He's kind of got like a, a social media presence, and he's like a a pretty well to do but good guy. Nice. He seems pretty, 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 pretty good guy. Why can't people that are in bad roles just be shitty so we can make it easier? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, or man. why can't like good people get good fucking yeah, roles? Why not? God. Twist the paradigm. Let's make it happen. Yeah. 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 Hey, uh, talk about music. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about some music. You know, uh, it's been a minute since we've been, you know, chatting. So it's what, yeah. two weeks? We're doing yeah. bi weekly shows now. Yeah, I mean, whenever we feel like it, man, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'll, do, mm-hmm. I'll do it every night just to listen to your soothing voice. Oh, that's nice. Bro. I don't think... I'll probably go broke buying new music. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I just... I got one of those label-wide deals again. I got like oh, yeah. another 103 <laughs> albums. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You'll be what like, all right. You'll just run down the list. You'll be like, all right, this album, this album was good. Next, this album. This album was not good. <laughs> this wasn't even metal, but it was in there. Hey, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We can talk about some music. I got, I got some purchases. Nothing close to uh, 103 oh, albums, but <laughs> I, I did get those yet. <laughs> I mean, I did get the summoning. I could start off with summoning because I did buy their uh, their collection, like their entire discography. Off of uh, Bandcamp. Did you um, listen to all of it? I've listened to most of them, actually. Nice. Um, I'll, I'll like throw them on um, and just listen to them while while I'm at work, like knocking some things out because uh, work has basically stopped allowing YouTube oh, or um, anything else. So, but they do allow Bandcamp, so I'll just throw that on and, and jam out while I'm working. It's just too small to notice, or. Uh, cool. probably. I I think that the like the digital footprint. This I bet not a lot of people use Bandcamp. Um, yeah, at your it, job, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So it doesn't yeah. take up. Uh, it doesn't take up much. So yeah, like uh, and then at home when I'm like running around and and doing like chores and shit, I'll throw my headphones on and uh, listen to summoning. It's like what eleven or twelve albums, I think. That's a lot. <laughs> and then uh, the wife and I, we went through and of course we got all the time in the world so we watched the extended cut lord of the rings uh trilogy i am almost done with that actually i got started watching it right before i moved and got oh yeah just like you know sidetracked but <laughs> mm-hmm. i think i'm on the um, last disc of part three so. <laughs> uh so yeah but summoning a uh they're they're kind of they're known for making a Lord of the Rings, um, Tolkien inspired music. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have like Minas Morgul is one of their albums. Luckberg's uh, Lost Tales, 
um, Dolgodur. Um, but yeah, like a lot of their albums, and that's what they're they're really known for is writing songs based on Lord of the Rings lore, and like they dive heavy into it too. And this yeah. was at the time of like like early to mid nineties, I think. Yeah. So Lord of the Rings wasn't as prevalent um, or omnipresent as it is now, which is weird because like I grew up and like I read The Hobbit, and nobody knew what the fucking Hobbit was. Yeah, right. You know, and this is like early 90s late 80s you know so yeah. it's been around for 40 years by that time yeah but uh and now it's like if you say lord i mean everybody knows fuck lord yeah it was yeah i mean it was the same for me when i was a kid i read the hobbit and no one really knew what the hell it was yeah but it was like a huge cult hit like even back i think it was pretty big in the 60s too mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. everyone was reading i think uh Zeppelin had a couple songs about yeah Tolkien stuff and other bands would do Tolkien references, but it wasn't like a big old cultural touchstone like it is now. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, um, you know, it, it had its place kind of in pop culture, but it was like under the radar still like, yeah, Zeppelin saying like Lord of the Rings, like uh, the Misty Mountain and a few other songs. Yeah. Were, Evermore. Right. And um there's a few others that were really like heavily inspired by lord of the rings but i don't think people were are still like oh yeah lord of the rings and the hobbit yeah. they're like oh man led zeppelin's super cool listen to this kind of this witchy album that they got or something i don't know <laughs> i remember um, reading something like in a subway in new york somebody graffitied a frodo lives on the wall back then <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure then, like, who the hell's frodo uh, and then it heavily inspired um, Gygax when he was uh, him and I th- there was another guy that was um, creating Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. like original Dungeons and Dragons, like back in the late 70s, early 80s, drew heavily from uh, the the Tolkien universe. Like that's why there's mm-hmm. like halflings and goblins and orcs and, um, you know, dwarves. And, I love D&D. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they drew heavily from it. And then, of course, uh, you know, in the late 80s and 90s, there was, like, the black metal bands that would pull from it. And, yeah. <laughs> you like, Amonomarth um, is... Amonomarth is Mount Doom in the in Tolkien language. So they also pulled heavily from it in the very beginning. And, and it's just kind of funny where, like, you think about how it was kind of underground and now it's just like, it's fucking everywhere. Like <laughs> it's so weird how that happened. Yeah. And like Amazon is making a fucking show about it now. Yeah. I'm interested to see where they go. Cause I mean, I mean, the movies are actually, well, like almost 20 years old now. Almost. Yeah, cool. man. They're fucking old. So the first one came out in what? 2001. I think. Yeah. I think it was like November, oh, December. It was like end of 2000. So yeah, I was yeah. back there. I mean, I bought the first one on VHS. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. You know, I don't consider it old though. Like I, you know, watch it enough times, and people still are huge fans of it. And mm-hmm. the movies hold up. Like even the effects shots and stuff. I mean, I mean, it looks pretty good. Yeah. I yeah, think I think that overly relied on it. Yeah, I think that a lot of the the special effects 
hold up pretty well. Like there, there's some that kind of look dated just a little bit, but that I'm not sure if that's um, stuff. It suffers more from the fact that we watch things in 4K. Yeah, you know what I mean, and HD and stuff like that. Like if it was like VHS on a regular like CRT TV <laughs> or whatever, it would probably look. It would probably look fine. Like you wouldn't notice there's like a green screen effect or whatever. That's how I watched it when I had the first one on VCR because I had a right. little, like ten or twelve inch tube TV with a VCR combo that I got right. for Christmas one year. So that's what yeah. I would watch my movies on. But yeah, I think that if you were to go back and you would watch it like that now. Like that kind of same setup, it would be fine. You wouldn't notice anything at all. I think literally um, the only effect that actually drives me nuts is less an effect thing. Like that uh, scene in the second one where the the freaking lion-mounted orcs are going after him when they're uh going to the uh, Helm's Deep. Like there's this bit where Legolas is shooting him with the arrow and then he like mounts the horse while it's moving but the way he moved just didn't look natural oh yeah yeah i know what you're talking about i was like what's that (laughs) Uh uh-huh there's um (laughs) yeah i mean there's an occasional thing um but yeah it 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 definitely doesn't break the movie like there's some movies you watch like god these effects do not age (laughs) well Mm -hmm. um but anyway so back to summoning um yeah they write a lot about uh lord of the rings like um oathbound was my introduction to summoning and oathbound um like the inscription is with like it was he who broke the oath which isildur son of elendil took from the battle of dagolard and thus sealed the curse which had bound him and his people to undead bounded forever in the land of the dead beyond dimholt port in the white mountain his true name now forgotten, and he is only known as King of the Dead in the Third Age of the Middle Ages. His country, the Realm of the Dead, under Ered Nimrais, Nimrais? Mm-hmm. chose summoning as the environment for the song Land of the Dead. Like, so, they go hard. Like, they go hard in the fucking lore. <laughs> deep diving. <laughs> yeah, it's not just like, oh, I'm... You know, they walked and walked, and Frodo was a hero. No, it's like, they, they fucking dig into the lore. <laughs> but um, uh, it's got that atmospheric black metal vibe. Um, there's kind of like some synth-ish in there. Um, yeah. Or just, fuck, like, Summoning has been around since the early 90s, and they just released an album in 18 or 19 that's really fucking good. Um and there it's like 25% off for their entire discography on Bandcamp. So I was like, fuck, I got to get it. Yeah. Some good stuff. Yeah. All right. Let's see. What do I got? I'm going to start yeah, out we, with some doom, doom middle. Okay. That's yeah. Not... That not surprised. <laughs> I got the howling void. I uh, got their whole discography, but the first one I listened to is an album called bleak and everlasting. Perfect. So, yeah, super doomy. No yeah. clean singing. Uh, all of the instruments are fucking distorted. <laughs> all right. But yeah, super, super doom. If you're into doom, the Howling Void's pretty good. And he has a pay what you want on Bandcamp. So I got a bunch of music. But yeah, and you, you like doom. We all I like, do doom. like doom. Yeah, who doesn't <laughs> like doom? <laughs> Come doom. on. Come on. 
It I was, was listening wonderful. to a lot of Bell Witch, so this is kind of a break. <laughs> <laughs> and by listening to a lot of Bell Witch, it was like one album. Yeah. I think I listened <laughs> to Mirror Reaper twice in two days. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and you had like just a little bit of time to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just one headphone in the ear and moving on with my life. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, Howling Void's great. So yeah. Check yeah, get yeah. yeah. They aren't diving into talking lore, but yeah, when you know, you're, not, yeah. when you're not watching Lord of the Rings for the third time during lockdown. Yeah, listen to some of this. All uh, right. And then I've got um some Smolder. Also, uh they're doing their entire discography for like uh what is it? their entire discography for twenty five bucks, Damn. I think. Something How many like albums? I don't know. Uh, three. So you get three albums. Uh, Dream Quest Ends, Times of Obscene Evil and Wild Daring, and The Sword Woman. Mm. Um, Smolder is um, kind of... It's like a hybrid. Um, they say they're a hybrid of epic power doom and traditional <laughs> metal. Epic so, power doom. Yeah, it's like uh, it's kind of in the vein of if you were playing Dungeons and Dragons and you needed some like good high energy like background music. This shit is like right in like it would not be out of place there. Uh, it's nice. got some female fronted vocals for the most part. Um, it's it's but it's it's still got that kind of traditional heavy metal. It's not power metal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like the old school sword, kind mm-hmm. of like. In that vibe, like you could see Smolder and Sword uh, touring together. Nice. Um, but yeah, really, really good stuff. Um, one of the, I think it's the singer. Um, she also is part of Banger TV. She's one of like the, I don't know, host correspondents. Ooh, yeah. You know, people on there. Um, and then they had, they were on tour. I think they were going to like Greece or someplace over there when COVID hit and so they like got there with all their freaking gear and all their merch and shit. And then, um, they're like, Oh, you can't, everything's locked down. You can't do anything now. So they were like, they were putting a spot and she had like, in one of her, uh, like album reviews, she like kind of went into like depth about, you know, what, what they had to go through. And then they were finally able to, you know, make it back home. Mm. Um, during the lockdown and of course that was a point in time when like trump was like oh no people can fly from europe into america or whatever she's <laughs> canadian um yeah. but still like you know just that that period of time is, is pretty rough and of course these people aren't metallica you know they don't yeah. have or iron maiden with their own fucking jet, jet. <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah, if you can, you know, you got some extra cash and you want to get, like, a pretty good deal on some really good albums, Smolder is definitely worth checking out. It's fucking really good music. Um, yeah, I, I dig it. Help out a band. Yeah, and that's what we're here for. You know, that's yep. what we do. I mean, we uh, we told y'all to go buy some wind hands when they got their shit stole, so, I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all these bands aren't making millions of dollars like some of the big namers, so, like, you gotta toss them a few bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my next one, I don't know if you have it on your list, but okay. you might. I think you told me about these guys. Asky, Asky. Oh, I do not have them on my list. Oh, good. Perfect. Uh, 
After Jack Drummer Migdod. So it's <laughs> yep. depressive black metal from Denmark. Oh yeah, yeah. Um I think uh Panopticon, he had shared it on his Instagram. Hmm. Yeah, I need to get and, on Insta more often. <laughs> yeah. So he'll he'll he was sharing like one or two albums that he was really digging, and then yeah. I would go and check them out. And a lot of them are that kind of that depressive black metal. And I was like, I know who would like this. <laughs> I'm at the top of your list for sad doom and depressive yeah, black. That's right. <laughs> so I sent them to you. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're endorsed by Panopticon. So yeah, I mean, it'd be good. You know? I'll listen to anything that guy says to listen to. Like, yes, I will. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I listen to anything he did. I mean, like, Jesus. Oh, so good. Panopticon's so good. If he came out of the friggin' jug band playing covers of Leonard Skinner music, I'd probably still listen to it. Uh, yeah, I'd check Maybe. that out. That sounds actually pretty cool. <laughs> well, I know our next project. <laughs> Just write him. I'm sure he'll do it. He'll be like, you know what? I've been kicking around that idea. <laughs> I've been thinking about this for years. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, that's what got me into music. <laughs> This is me and my mop handle. <laughs> that reminds me of um, that fucking otter, that otter Christmas. Oh, jeez. Ever watch that? That fucking <laughs> yeah. puppet one. That's oh, so creepy. <laughs> Where they have a fucking jug band and a washboard. Oh, my God. I I just watched that in December, which of course seems like yesterday. But uh, yeah, okay, yeah. What month is this? Jesus. Ah, oh, fuck! I don't even know. It's like May. I don't. Yeah. I usually don't know what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> Man, on lockdown, I was yeah, totally lost. Somebody was like, "Oh, happy Friday!" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. Like, what oh yeah. <laughs> I think that was me. I was like, "Uh, it's Friday. Are you having a good Friday?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, you're like, "What? What day is it?" Like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> It was like totally turning into the dude. Uh, so I've been listening to a lot of thrash lately. Um, Toxic Holocaust kind of got me on this fucking thrash kick binge nice. of thrash. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of thrash. Uh, Toxic Holocaust, of course, fucking fantastic. But um, is that your next band? Yeah, no, they're not the next band. No. Um, <laughs> just a general so shout I, out. <laughs> yeah, just general shout out to Toxic Holocaust because they're great. Um, Warbringer, I sent you the video of them, um, and they're writing for Weapons of Tomorrow. It just came out not too long ago. Fucking really killer fucking album. Uh, some good, like good new thrash. And it's hard. It's it's fucking hard to find like actually good or thrash at all from like 2010 on. Um, there's like older good thrash and then it just kind of, I don't know. It just kind of went away. Like. I think There's we like have mediocre. a local Tiokuma band that plays thrash metal. I found. I haven't listened to their stuff yet. Yeah, yeah. It's but just, I will. It's not. It's not everywhere. Like there's a lot of other genres that are you know pretty prevalent, and it just doesn't seem like there's a lot of thrash. There's Toxic Holocaust came out with an album in eighteen or nineteen, mm-hmm. and um, there was like Havoc. Like there, there's a few bands, but compared to like you go like straight death metal. Like mm-hmm. you, you can find like ten fucking albums out every month almost from fucking death metal. 
And, yeah. and Thrash is like maybe one or two, and maybe yeah. one of them are good. I, you know, yeah, yeah. Black and Death are just like coming in strong. Yeah, uh, Warbringer though, fucking quality Thrash. Um, and like I said before, I, I showed you the video, and it was them talking about how they wrote some of their songs. Yeah. Um, kind of uh, one is like um, the ba- the Black Hand reaches out, and it's actually about um, the Black Hand group from World War One that. It's basically secondhand responsible for starting World War One. They <laughs> like uh, Gabriella Princep was sort of in the Black Hand, um, and he was the one who assassinated Franz Ferdinand. So it, it's cool. I always like how, um, and it seems like you know, I really like the bands that kind of pull from either current events or you know, some history. And yeah. I think that, like, thrash, uh, traditional thrash back in, like, the 80s and 90s, they were, you know, they were really kind of, um, like, protesting. They almost had, like, protest music, but it was just really aggressive, and they didn't, like, they were pretty anti-establishment. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, a lot of, like, there was thrash, and then there was punk, and they were kind of co-mixed and everything, and that's where, like, I think a lot of thrash got its influence from was like the early early punk scene Um, yeah 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 and then they just played it harder and faster um so yeah the uh warbringer is uh the the album weapons of tomorrow super fucking good thrash speaking of thrash have you watched murder in the front row yet i have not Ooh, it's pretty good i bought it off on amazon but yeah was it on amazon okay Yeah. yeah i'll have to check it out then a lot of fun, but they talk about like Metallica when they started yeah. playing in shitty clubs in L.A., but people would like kick them out of these metal clubs because they were like, you're punk, you're not metal. So they weren't yeah. playing like hair metal and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like as much shit as you want to give like Metallica now for like, I don't know, like kind of twangy bullshit that they have. I mean, I'm still a huge Metallica fan, but like Metallica in the 80s, like they yeah, were a different heavy. breed. You know, if you listen to like Garage Days, um, or just like their early, early material, they drew heavily from punk. Yeah, I mean, you had Cliff Burton. You usually wore a Misfits T-shirt a lot, so yeah, they got a lot uh, of influence from Misfits because they were really in your face about everything too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was there was like Misfits. Um, they would they would pull like just from a lot of uh. A lot of older uh, punk bands. Yeah, just and, like at warp speed. <laughs> yeah, so they were just kind of they would. I don't know if they would play it a little bit. Not even, not exactly. I don't know. Just heavier. Just yeah. they just had a heavy, like sound to them. But they have like Killing Joke. They covered for Garage Days. Mm-hmm. Um, Misfits. They covered. They did Last Caress and Green Hell. Um, Budgie was kind of a punk band. Yeah. Killing joke, yeah. yeah. So like, so you really should watch that doc though. It's tons of fun. Yeah, I'll check it out. I didn't know. It was or, uh, oh god, what band was it that uh, Kirk Hammett started out in? I can blank it. Oh, Exodus. Exodus, yeah, Exodus, mm-hmm. huge. I can fucking bro. I can go on and on about early fucking Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> I love early Metallica, but yeah, they're. They were the first ones to drop an album too, like Kill 'Em All. Mm-hmm. Everyone else was making like singles and just playing in their clubs, but 
Metallica yeah. was always like one step ahead of everybody. Yeah, I mean, they were, you know, they were kind of purveyors. They were trendsetters. Like they, they kind of wrote their own rules, but it was rules that like worked and everybody followed after. They yeah. did a lot of tape trading back in the day when tape trading was a thing. Yeah, um, that was a huge part of it. Like they were. And they're like saying, "Oh, there's this misconception that they were copying albums and sharing them." But they're like, "Nah, dude, they were uh, most of them were sharing these live cuts from like these shitty recordings. People yep. bootleg in clubs, like, like, oh, I got them playing in this club and this date. I'll trade yeah. you for that tape for like your tape of them playing live at this other time." Yeah, so there's like this huge network where they'd like have addresses in the back of these little metal fanzines that they were self-producing. Yeah. So like you put in an ad like I hey here's a list of tapes I have. Let me get your list and we'll like swap. So it's pretty cool. great. Like and you could you can try to get a hold of some of those today. Like oh, I remember uh, in like the late 90s um when I was in high school and trying to like track down some shit. Like track down <laughs> like good fucking metallic albums that you know are are you can't get a hold of. And yeah. you can still get a hold of some of those albums. Some of those tapes that are fucking just bootleg. There's so many bootleg editions of everything. Oh, yeah. And then... Um, they're not cheap either. They get hard to oh, find. Oh, yeah, no. They're fucking hard to find, and they're not cheap. And then, like... Oh, collectors, You know, they, they released, like, a box set, and it was, you know, a, just a bunch of live albums. And it was, it was kind of, you know, uh, like a throwback, kind of honoring how a lot of people used to trade that shit. Yeah. And then, I mean, man, I could do a whole fucking podcast, probably few about Metallica, and of course, other people already have. But it's yeah. like that's how Metallica got big. Like they got big from their live shows, yeah, and and selling their albums, and then getting all their albums traded and stuff like that. Like no, they didn't have a music video. No. And MTV was around what eighty one or eighty three or something. They were like around. They're doing like hair metal. Yeah, and. If they played metal, it was Motley Crue. <laughs> right. And the, yeah. And they were, they would tour with, you know, kind of those hair metal bands, but they were, they weren't that classic hair metal. No. Like, they fucking wailed on those guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, their first uh, video was, wasn't until uh, Justice for All in 89, which yeah, one. was uh, one. Yeah. So they had been out. Definitely since... not the usual 80s hair metal kind of video. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, what they, you know, their first album was, was 81, I think. Um, no, 83 was Kill 'em All, but they had been around since 81. So yeah. they had been around forever and have gotten, they got huge. Like they were, they were the number one metal band before they put out a fucking video and got and went corporate and, you know, quote unquote, yeah. sold out. Yeah. Yeah. The doc, they, they think you and, a lot of people that would listen to this would probably love it. I mean, even if you're not a huge thrash head, it's pretty cool to see the yeah. history of it. Yeah, like how some bands started. Like mm -hmm. Slayer came from LA too after Metallica, yep. and they're like, I guess they used to wear a lot of almost proto corpse paint. Yeah, it wasn't like the white like, stuff that the black metalers do, but they had like the the fucking eyeshadow and shit, trying to look evil. But all the thrashers were like, take that shit off. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. there was like, because there was like the big four. Um, yeah. And, and Thrax. Like, 
I think yeah, Anthrax, Anthrax is the only one that came from like the East Coast. Like they were doing it by themselves over there. Yeah. So they find like everyone was kind of centered around the Bay Area. So yeah, yeah. The Bay Area metal scene was just fucking massive. Yeah. Was it was Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth, Megadeth. and then I think Exodus. Um, yeah, Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, and Anthrax were considered like the big four of thrash yeah. metal. And then, yeah, of course, like yeah. And then you got, yeah, you got Exodus and a few others that yeah. kind of orb that were in that orbit. But man, it was, it, know, it was crazy fucking metal scene back in the day. And then you know, and then you had your hair metal. You know, yeah. you had your fucking Bon Jovi and Motley oh. Crue and all that other wow. shit that was there. Rat. <laughs> yeah. Rat, Twisted Sister, and just fucking. Oh, I don't know what you call Twisted Sister. Like, they are kind of hair metal y, but they're a little weird. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, that was. That was hair metal. Like, some hair metal was fucked. Like, Motley Crue is hair metal, but they were yeah. also kind of weird. They, you know, they kind of tapped into the. Double you know. Myth. Yeah, satanic ish, you know, kind of vibe. Yeah. I think at their core, they're still like singing ballads and all that shit. No, oh like, yeah, all the head, like the heavy heavy metal heads didn't do the ballad crap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I don't know. Some did and some didn't. Like you had fucking um, White God. Snake. Yeah, you had White Snake, and then um, so one. Oh man, I can't remember. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. But anyway, <laughs> what else we got? Uh, it's my turn or your turn? No, we're talking I about Thrash. It's your turn. Yeah, my turn. Next. I got a, this one's from Iceland, so I'm going to screw it up, but it's Arstetter License. The album is Aldenari. So these guys, I think, uh, play some black metal, and they're very, like, two or three songs per album that they have usually, but they're all, like, 20 minutes long. So. Uh, it sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. This album I found first, though, but starts out with, like, you hear kind of water wave sounds, so you kind of already envision Vikings or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But two songs on that sucker, it's like 40 minutes long, but they're really good. And I do enjoy some Viking kind of imagery and black yeah. metal, so hey. Some good old viking black metal can't beat that that's solid you know yeah and they are from iceland so that's you know coming right. from the source yeah 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 them in norway Hmm. good stuff uh i got one more i don't know how many you got uh one more after that perfect um so yeah i got one more um and tapping into my uh thrash hey. um got some divine chaos uh, the way to oblivion is the album, and this is uh, it's it's thrashy, but it's kind of got a little bit of mellow death to it, some melodic death metal, but it's more thrash really. Hmm. And they're out of uh, London, and London like English thrash is is usually pretty solid. There's there's some pretty good bands that came out of there in like the early two thousands and everything. Um, yeah, so I just picked these guys up, I think, today or yesterday. I've been listening to them for a little bit. They're on my wish list on Bandcamp. I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'm going to pull the trigger. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and um, if you look at their album, the album cover, it kind of looks almost like a Tech Death uh, cover, you oh, know, yeah. um, or or maybe possibly just a metal album cover. Splash. But yeah, 
Uh, it yeah, it just kind of got some cool fucking like um, alien ish artwork to it. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty pretty fucking good album. Um, high energy, high tempo, but with a little bit of that uh, melodic death metal uh, tinge to it. But mm-hmm. uh, it's it's still I think it fits in that thrash vein pretty solid. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. A little a lot of thrash over on your side. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of thrash lately. I, I don't know, maybe it's just, you know, damn the man, cooped up in this fucking, you know, apartment forever and ever. I don't yeah. know, man. You know? Yeah, there's a band here I need to start listening to see what I think of them. Uh, Toxic Rain, I think is their name. Um, Bunch of local it, kids. Is that the, wait, what, Toxic Rain? Hang on. Yeah, I think so. That might, might have gotten it wrong. <laughs> Uh, maybe maybe it is. Maybe you're right. There's that one Boo-boo-boo. fucking yeah. They're from infected. Tacoma. Yeah, no, infected rain is that yeah, shitty true. new metal band. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, hang on a second. Not that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah. Don't listen to infected rain. Listen yeah, to toxic too. toxic rain. They sucked. The, the yeah. infected rain. God. God. <laughs> you sent that to me with like no explanation. I'm like. Yeah. What, yeah, what's we've this talked thing? about it before. You're Why like, you oh, what, bro? What? Why are you giving me this? And it's like, like, he yeah, didn't just... say anything either. I was like, oh, God, if he likes I was just thing. testing you. It was a test. You passed. You passed. The metal test. Test. You're like, this is shit. I'm like, good, good. All right. <laughs> Excellent. You trust order. your taste. You, you can still be on the podcast. Yeah, if I came back, I was like, this is fucking slaps, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, oh, all yeah, right. It's over. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> I'm gonna have to find a new partner. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, that was bad. Speaking oh, of bad, you want to talk about bad music? Have you listened to the new uh, Behemoth track? I no, I have not. Duh, it wasn't good. Really? I mean, I'm not like a big fan of Behemoth like lately, mm-hmm. but this uh, track fucking blew. They can be they can be pretty hit or miss. Um, I, I haven't listened to the new track, but I mean, there's some that I'm like, yes, this fucking this is a, oh. And then there's other ones you're like, I don't ever, I gotta stop. I don't want to hear that ever again. Yeah, this one's one of those. I didn't yeah. even finish it. I was just like, well, I don't know what that is or what they're going for, but I'm not yeah. taking it. That's lame. Because I heard like I saw a few of my fellow metal friends on Facebook trashing them. So yeah. I was like, well. Let's see what this is about. And I was like, <laughs> Ugh, that's that's shitty. You hate to see Behemoth do bad. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of doing it to himself lately. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess <laughs> that's what happens when you date a pop star. Yeah, and start fucking talking shit about people that are against Nazis. <laughs> right? Oh God! Yeah, get the fuck out of here with that. Lost you're, a lot. You're basically of Nazis. Like fuck off. Yeah. I don't feel bad anyway. for anybody who's crushing Nazi skulls. Yeah. Oh, uh, ah. also going back to Smolder, um, hey. referencing <laughs> Smolder way back when uh, on their um, Bandcamp, um, where is it from? They have love metal, hate fascism. That's yes. on. That's on their Bandcamp. So why not buy them? Give them some money. They hate fascists. I saw something on Bandcamp before I went to bed the other day. I have to dig back into it, but there's like a compilation or some project a bunch of Cascadian black metal people did that was like 
Cascadian black metal against fascism. I was like, hell yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm down with that. Ah, uh, yeah. Fucking hate fascism. Yeah. Uh, my last band. It's not thrash, but it is OG. And uh, it's uh, Haunt. Oh, uh, yes. So I sent this guy to you. There's a new album coming out soon called Flashback. So I pre-ordered that. So it only has one track, but he does have some like backlog music. Mm-hmm. But dude, sounds like old school heavy metal. Like it's super fun. Yeah, yeah. So it's got that heavy metal kind of, you know, you can tell he's wearing leather pants. <laughs> <laughs> but he's smooth. I mean, it's super good. I, uh, I think I was attracted to it because the album cover looked, you know, old school looking with a skeleton and this fucking shiny chrome looking logo painted on it. It was, you know, you could, you know, you could have told me this thing came out of like 1986. I would have believed you, but in a yeah. fun way, not a nice. cheese ball way. It's just super cool. I like it. I like it. And you said you did. So when I sent it to you. Yeah. Super yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I dug it. So I ordered the vinyl of that guy. Nice. So once that whole thing drops, I'm just going to be partying. Get it. So <laughs> much. Well, yeah, you're, then you're going to have to work through that 103 albums oh, of Christ. black metal. That's a lot of albums. Some of them I'm not sure are metal. Like uh, the first batch of bands I got off of another label sale, that was pretty much all fucking raw black metal so that's gonna be fun to wade through but this what other is, one what it, how, how many albums do you have in your band camp collection like total yeah what's uh, the number f- uh, let me look <laughs> oh it's not telling me i think it's like over 500 close to 600 jesus christ yeah i've got 116 <laughs> in my collection <clears throat> And then I've got 126 on my wish list. And I, I, was, I was at a point where I had more in my collection than my yeah. wish list. And then I threw some on there. And I, I was like, I felt kind of accomplished. And now I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> here we go. Now you got to build up the wish list. Yeah. Well, I got to build yeah. up the collection. I mean, I got 70 off of one label's sales for 10 bucks. Yeah. And I got 103 off of another one's for 20. So. Mm-hmm. That, that boosted it a lot. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, did you see that? The second one, I'm not sure. Our metal, though. Like, I think uh, just as a label, I'm not sure if they're just pure metal, but I mean, most of it's clearly metal. There's just a couple in there that I'm like, not sure about. Right. Did you but see that? Um, I don't give a fuck. I'll take them. <laughs> Bellwitch is on a split with some other band, Aerial Ruin. Did you oh, see yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I ordered that vinyl too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Just make sure. Love Bell Witch. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, and horrendous. Yeah, uh, I got their uh, LP today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that on my wish list. My wish. Super good. You mean? I'm surprised you didn't buy it. That's right up your alley. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I will. You should. We'll see. Like them tech deaths. Uh, we want to take a break real quick We'll come back talk about whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Yeah, I think we're not really focusing on one movie anymore, just talking about movies we've watched. Yeah, we're just talking about. We're just talking about random shit, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I watched a couple movies. 
I mean, I already talked about that doc, so. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, you know what? You know what we can do? What up? We can talk about them after we get back. All right. Break. Go get a beer. All right, I'm going to get a beer. Be right back. Here we go. Here we go. Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Panama. Ooh. Panama. Ah, 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 ah. It's Van Halen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I um made myself a little drink. We meet again. Don't know where. <laughs> Don't know where. So I like old fashioned. I don't know about you. But if what you don't, man doesn't like a good old fashioned. Yeah. Nice. So, um, tug. I mean, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that from? What? Old fashioned. Oh, I <laughs> had an old fashioned. Can <sighs> some cartoon? I think it was <laughs> what a cartoon. kind of cartoons are you watching? Adventure Brothers. I don't know. Pervert. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh my god! All right. Anyway, uh, anyway, <laughs> so old fashioned. There's um, there's a uh, this syrup. It's or this company called Proof, and they make a syrup that you basically it's like half a teaspoon, or half a tablespoon of their syrup to like two ounces of um, you know whiskey or um bourbon. Love Mix it. it up. Throw a little bit of orange in there, some orange peel, or so. I I, I need to get some fucking Marchino cherries, but. Man, um, this we—that's your right as an American. You need, to yeah, it is. Uh, in the lockdown, so I can get my maraschino cherries. Yeah, no masks and maraschino cherries. I'm American, damn it. God damn it. Grinder. Um. By the way, so you mix it up, fucking. I mean, it's delicious. It's not. Mm-hmm. You know, you you can go out to like a high end, you know, bar or whatever. You can get like probably a better one, but mm-hmm. I've had worse fucking old fashions than the ones I make this syrup. Nice. Yeah. It Get they're pretty fucking on. good. Right on, dude. And it's like the the bottle I think is like 25 bucks and it lasts like it lasts a while. It's got like 100 servings in it or something I can't remember, Jesus. but something ridiculous. Yeah, you got to you got to work to get rid of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. lockdown, you could probably kill it in a week, so. <laughs> yeah we're talking uh yeah what kind of like covid mask you rocking you have like a pattern on yours or anything i know they're coming uh, out with some funky ones 
I do not have patterns on mine. I bought um, a few different ones, and then my mom actually made me some. Yeah. She made me. Um, <laughs> she doesn't understand. Uh, well, we're not. Gonna, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about my primary job, but she's like, "Oh, here's here's yeah. ones with your primary job seal on it." And I'm like, "I'm never wearing those." No. Um, but then she made me ones with like Star Wars uh, yeah. figures on it, it's like C three PO. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Just thinking about well, like all the rules that could be had. Yeah, I know. Um, at my job, they like they gave us masks to work with. Yeah, but they're like, oh, we expect you to wear blah blah blah, and then you can wear these other kind when you're actually like really close to someone else. Like, you know, I could have just stayed home. <laughs> like, I was, uh-huh. was a okay just staying home and watching movies. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No. I just um. And then I bought some. Like, I went and ordered a bunch of them. Yeah. Um. Some have like the little pockets with like the charcoal filters and shit. Ooh. Um, I found the ones that I, I wear primarily. They're not. They don't have the the behind the ears thing. They have this elastic that kind of goes around your actual head. That's not and, bad. I have yeah. a big head, so I got one of them. I bought was from uh, Blackcraft. Yeah. So it's got the pentagram shaped goat head on it, but the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It fits. But my big head, like it really pulls on my ears and they're not mm-hmm. elastic. So I just have to suffer with it to look cool. Yeah, you know, I I want to buy and wear a lot of Blackcraft gear. But where I am, like, I don't want to at the same time. <laughs> you just need uh, to get to the point where I am where I just don't care. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, if like I was over in Washington area, like Seattle area, Tacoma. Yeah, yeah fuck it. I would do it. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah no I'd, I'd really rock. Looks. Twice yeah, but here, yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to stand out like an asshole over uh, here. Well, I guess if I move, like, come visit out there before you come back over here, I'm gonna have to like mm-hmm. tone down everything a little bit, a little bit. Nah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, if we just go over to the the our drinking establishment, we'll be fine. <laughs> like, oh, you got another one? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, another guy in all black all the time. Uh, it's funny because I'll I'll go over there and there's um, there's one dude who's who uh he's a guitarist and a, a local um uh, metal band um, nice. and he like he and I will be like talking about music and he's like oh I don't really listen to a whole lot of music what the fuck like he's a he's like all purist he's like I only like. Oh. The first album from Conan, and then none of the other ones are really good. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Yeah, that's sad. But, I like yeah. Burning through all kinds of music. Yeah. Like, I listen to metal, rap, whatever, man. I'll... <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk and be like, oh, yeah, I was wearing like a, a sword t shirt the other day, and he was like, oh, yeah, dude, that's a cool shirt. That's a good band. I'm like, yeah, I know. You know, that's why I'm so, wearing it. Yeah, I love exactly. it when people are like, oh, do you like that band? Like, no, I'm wearing this shirt to remind me how much I hate it. Yeah, right? Oh, I just found it on the ground. Like, why the other person why took it, it off. Well, I guess you kind of have to. Like, I think in like LA, you might get away with asking, like, oh, do you like Slayer? Because it's True. like nine times out of ten, it's just some mall rat teenage girl who doesn't know who the fuck Slayer is. Like, no. Or a Kardashian. Like, take that off, you fucking hack. Yeah. <laughs> Some mm-hmm. some Instagram model doing it for votes. Oh, look at me! Yeah. I'm edgy. <laughs> bon Jovi, so heavy. 
Billy Eilish. Uh. Uh, I like Billy. Huh? She's doing her own thing. Respect. Yeah. There was um there's actually recorded that damn thing in her fucking bedroom, the the big album that everyone listens yeah. to. That was um bedroom recording like shit. <laughs> there was uh a just a I can't remember who it was. Um I'll have I'm gonna have to find it real quick, but there was um somebody just made a cover of um was it bad was it bad boyfriend? Oh yeah, yeah. There's a bad bad girl or bad guy. Yeah, the bad guy. There's a bunch so. of like metal dudes. Yeah, there's a bunch of metal guys. Um, who is it? Um, yeah, I forget. Anthrax. It yeah, it's people from yeah, like Anthrax. Small metal names. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, dudes from Anthrax, and then somebody else. But yeah, they covered uh, the bad guy song, and it was really good. They just kept her vocals in, but then they added like actual kind of funky like metal vibe to it. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like her. Like, she's yeah. doing what she wants. And we're like, ah, she can't think good. Like, you know, just because she's not over-polished, like, your pop music icons or whatever. Do whatever. Right. Well, she I mean, if you stuff. record in your bedroom, too, like, you know, you're not going to get that, that same kind of fucking audio wizardry yeah. they do in, like, billion-dollar studios. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she definitely has her own style, and she's doing what she wants. So I have, yeah. you know, respect. All right, all right, I get it. I'm sorry. I won't. I won't talk bad about Billy Eilish me. from now on. Fuck. Fight me, fight me now. now. This is going to be a, a a thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about a thing that's fun? Uh, you should follow this page on Facebook. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's hilarious. And yeah. I'm to find it again. Is it auto refreshed? Oh, okay. Sure. It's God damn Zucker. There it is. Springfield albums. All right. So they take <laughs> various uh, album covers from things and they uh, Simpsons them. So they take like scenes from the ah, Simpsons. Yeah. Like I just saw one for Jar of Flies with Alice in Chains and they had Marge looking at a little jar with a fetal Mr. Burns. <laughs> 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 all right. All right. Flip. Pantera's metal magic. They did a Simpsons version. It's pretty funny. Yeah. There was um I just saw one that was uh Seinfeld covers of death <laughs> albums. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god. I and you know me, I fucking abhor Seinfeld and I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I'm sure that you would probably like it. I know that you like it. I know yeah, that you Seinfeld's Seinfeld. Funny. And death. So, and you two things. Those are the top two things of my list. put together. It's like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> you say tomato, and I say <laughs> tomato. Uh, but uh, uh well, we're gonna talk about some movies. Let's talk about some movies. Yeah, what'd you watch lately? We, yeah, we uh, we really... watched your weekly end game. Huh? <laughs> like watch oh, yeah, I did. I did watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, man, what do I want to sit around and watch? And I'm like, God, I could really go for some fucking Marvel movies again. <laughs> There's like, still a stack of them I haven't watched. I don't know if I need uh, to. Fucking horrible. You need to watch them all. Ugh. Let's watch all Winter right. Soldier. I've seen it. We'll watch it again. I don't need to. <laughs> uh, I mean, he he, uh, hit, he hit that guy. Yeah, he Robert, did. Robert Redford's a dick and shot his maid. <laughs> fucking dick 
I love uh, Sebastian Stan. Uh, he's such a great fucking person. Like he's got he's got a pretty cool uh, presence in social media. Yeah, that's probably the best shipping in uh, the entirety of Marvel too. Yeah, I'm I'm down with yeah. Um, Captain Bucky. Yeah, I can't quit you, Bucky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Buck Rogers. I don't know what their stand is. I don't. <laughs> I never buy into it. it. Should be Buck Rogers though. Rogers. Um. Time. Yeah, we so we uh for listeners and all one of you uh, <laughs> respect <laughs> to the listener. Respect to the listener, we appreciate you. We um we didn't really have a, a goal. Uh we usually will talk beforehand and we'll be like, oh let's watch this, and then we both watch it and talk about it. We we didn't really yeah. have anything. We kind of noticed that uh when we do, we usually end up talking about other shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should just cheat yeah, like oh. we do. With our albums, though, like watch something and talk mm-hmm. about it a bit because we're just going to meander. Yeah. Well, I think, it. you know what? That's what the listeners like. Sometimes if we're going to watch a movie and we meander, they expect that. That's why That's why they buy it. You know? We can't keep focused. Like, we're, yeah. we both have ADHD or something. It's whatever. I'm pretty sure I do. I don't know. If you're this far into this podcast and you don't know what we're like, you're, then what bad yeah. on you? Yeah, well, I mean, also, hey, thanks for coming and hanging out. <laughs> Not bad on you. <laughs> Just know that we're going to end up talking about Idris Elba at some well, point. Well, probably, yeah. It's like uh, <laughs> the fucking, um, uh, how fucking on last week tonight, <laughs> um, he talks about fucking what's-his-face all the time. Oh, which um, one? Oh, uh, Adam Driver. Xbox Adam Driver all you the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, just ravage me, you tall, masculine man, you. <laughs> My wife was asking, like, why, what's this thing with Adam Driver? Like, if he kicked the door in right now, I'd let him hold me. Like, yeah, I mean, Adam me, Driver's you a great tall guy. man, you. <laughs> like, uh, I think, and we've talked about Adam Driver before, where, like, he's done, like, a lot of work. Um, yeah, dude, that Before. guy's well. That well, he was a marine, and then he got um, discharged for uh, he broke his sternum or something. Ugh, fuck. Yeah, he got so he got discharged, and then he worked with um, some other kind of actor, like low key actors. I was gonna say low key actors, but like, there's a documentary on YouTube. Uh, I think it's for Vice. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was going around to some of the like the quote unquote deployed location. Um, and he was trying to do um, kind of, it was like theater, but it was basically like two people or three people reading lines um, for an audience. And he was like, you know, there's so much more that we want, like he wanted when he was in as a service person than like, ooh, meet the Philadelphia Eagles cheerleaders. And just like, you know, that really kind of shitty shit that they pedal to you when you're in, in you know in the military um so he wanted to do a thing that actually had some substance um so he would go through and he would do these things like he would travel around and and um this was right before um this the star wars movies came out so he everybody knew that he was cast as kylo ren yeah but he hadn't he it wasn't um he was kylo ren yet he didn't have that presence that star power and he was just a really cool guy. Yeah. He just seems like it's somebody you could hang out with. Yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, so he was in the Marines. He joined after 9-11. Uh, he uh, was supposed to get deployed, but then something happened, and he he got in, like, an accident, and he, like, uh, yeah, fractured his sternum or yeah, something. That, that sounds like fucking hell. Like, ugh. And then, yeah, and then he got medically discharged for it. Um, I've broken my arm a couple times, and I don't, I'd break that again before I broke my sternum. Fuck. <laughs> uh, so he, see, so I can't remember where he's from. I want to say like Wisconsin or something. Um, Seems like a Wisconsin guy. So yeah, so he he uh, bef- before he joined the Marines, he's like, "Fuck y'all, I'm gonna go be a Hollywood movie star." So he mm-hmm. packed up all his shit in his car, and then he drove to wherever, um, and ended up not Palmdale. Yeah, ended up not becoming a movie star and was there for like 24 or 48 hours, called his dad <laughs> or something, and he was like, um, this isn't working out. Yeah. So he got money and then went home and then kind of tooled around at home, and he's like, fuck it, uh, I need something else. You know, and a lot of people, of course, they, you know, they're at a stage in their life, especially when you're, lo- you're, you're young, you don't like have... Um, what he needed was like discipline or organization. So he joined the Marines Yeah, and he got, he actually got like a lot of benefits, like good things out of the Marine. And then when he got discharged um, before he had applied to Juilliard um, Hmm. and he didn't make it uh, after um, he got out, he applied to Juilliard again and he got accepted. Nice. So he went and uh, you know, so he's a, a, actually a trained actor. And then right. from there, uh, you know, he, he got casted girls and, you know, a few other the roles. And now he's, of course, like everybody knows who the fuck Adam Driver because he's yeah. Kylo Ren. And he's on Saturday Night Live. And if you watch those episodes of Saturday Night Live, like those little skits that he's in and he pokes fun <laughs> at himself. Yeah. Not a lot of people do that, especially Undercover with like, boss. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking hilarious. And uh, that Vice episode is fucking fantastic. Like when he's going around and he's touring around, there's some people that um, are in like the the entourage of actors he's with that you'll be mm-hmm. like, I know that fucking guy. I know that guy. Like there's yeah. some pretty prominent actors in there, and but he's like, you know, he's the leader. He's like the ringleader. All these people that are going around and doing these things. So super the, cool. Uh, that award show where Ricky Gervais is like just roasting the shit out of all these celebrities, dark humor and stuff. Uh huh. Like everyone else is like cringing and going, oh no, oh no. <laughs> yeah. You look at Adam Driver, he's laughing. <laughs> yeah, he's laughing like that's off. I was like, yeah, that's a bet. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so yeah, I mean, if you would, I would drink, I would have a drink. I was just, I would, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what we got out of the topic of. Yeah. With him and Idris. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was, Idris. Elba. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably talk about Idris a lot. Mm. He's a fantastic human being. He's a great guy. Uh, but yeah, we. Uh, what did I watch? I watched Arrival. Mm, that's a good one. Uh, and I had sent you that video. I don't know if you watched it about um, there was the writer, the mm. screenwriter. Yeah. Uh, did you watch that at all? Not yet. Okay. I fell asleep. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not, not right because you're of like the video. fuck this. I don't want to watch this. I fuck didn't you. fall asleep because of the video. I fell asleep because mm-hmm. that was my nighttime. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, so Arrival, uh, there's a, there's kind of a, there's a screenwriter, um, video. It's like behind or how I wrote whatever, um, for Arrival. And the screenwriter was talking about how he wrote it. And, um, Denis is the guy's name, not Dennis. So I'm going to, 
Denis Villanueva, um, who had come off of a few other like it's French, pretty, pretty high priority movies like um, Prisoners, I think is one of them. Um, and Little thing I, called Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Well, that came after Arrival, so oh, yeah, but uh, <laughs> he did. But it. he so he had wrote it. Yeah, he did do it. That's true. <laughs> true. But also, so this was kind of like a look into and and. It goes hand, It goes into 2049, really, in mm. my mind. Um, he was talking about how he had uh, he wrote this. He took the script and wrote it from a short story, mm. um, and and the steps that he took and the choices he made. And when they were kind of courting uh, Denis to direct it, uh, he had a sit down with it uh, or sit down with him, and um, it took like. I guess a few times for him, but the first time when he sat down and he says like his usual experience with directors is like, here's a script and the script and the director will be like, cool. Um, and then he's like, I, and then I don't see him until the red carpet, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah. so he sat down and he, uh, had like lunch with him and he thought the lunch was going to be like 30 minutes It ended up being like three or four hours. Oh, nice. And then, uh, then he was like, I, I really enjoyed this. Let's do this again next week. And so he sat down again with him next, the, like the week after it, and had like a big conversation with him and, and talked to him about the script and everything. That's cool. And um, the company was like, did you get him? He's like, no, I haven't yet, but um, we're going to have another meeting. And they were like, oh, this would be big. This would be huge. He, he's done <laughs> prisoners. He's done this. He, he's a fantastic director. We would get like, we would be able to really make the movie we wanted to make. And he's like, all right, cool. You know, kind of pressure. Um, and so he, he had a few meetings with Denny and then um, the company called him and they were like, we did it. You did it. Uh, hmm. Denny signed on. He's going to be the director. And, he, and the guy was like, yeah, great. That's awesome. And then he hung up the phone and like 30 seconds later, Denny called. <laughs> and this is, uh, I know it's a really long story, but um, <laughs> so Denny had called him and he's like, we are married now. <laughs> You're mine. <laughs> <laughs> like we are we are married now we we are married and it was like okay all right and then and then um throughout the uh, throughout like the the pre um you know uh filming then he would call and talk to him and be like if i he was like why did you choose this what why did you choose these words what did you choose here why like why why did you make this this choice so he would talk to him and ask him questions about if he like is there a reason why he went with this instead of that? Um, and then if Denis had would try to change something in the movie in the script, would it impact the movie later on or like negatively, or um, would it be okay for him to make that choice, like a stylistic choice or whatever? Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't affect the outcome of the movie. So he actually genuinely cared about the movie and, and, the material that he was working off of nice and there's um there is a, a scene at the end of the movie where um the there's a, a chinese general that meets with the main character and in the book or in the script it says oh he says something to her in mandarin yeah and that was all he said he didn't have a line in his head or yeah. anything and he was like, oh, he says something in to her in Mandarin. And Denis was like, what did he say? 
Like, this is the most important line of the whole movie. What did he say? And the guy was like, I didn't have anything. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, oh, fuck. Uh, So he says he went through, like, five or six different drafts, and then he found, like, um, he found, like, some poetry, and he was like, all right, cool, I like this. And then he kind of changed it um, a little bit, and then he was like, let's go with this. And he's like, yes, this is good. And um, so um, the the line was, um, and it was supposed to be the general's dying or general's wife, her dying words to him, Hmm. and it was something that um, only he would know. But the main character knew because of what transpires in the movie, and the line turned out to be: "In war, there are no winners." only widows hmm. and he was like and and then Denis was like oh yes very good and like and they ran with it but nice. like i i thought it was really really cool and then of course it plays into you know blade runner and how Denis uh made the choices he did and he probably could have gone a lot of different ways with that movie but he he made them that movie that you and i both love right yeah and going from arrival to that and now to dune and i'm just i'm so excited like i think that he's up there as top tier like one of the best directors currently out there right now right on yeah he's really good yeah so i watched i watched arrival (laughs) (laughs) i watched a lot of lord of the rings which made me want to listen to summoning Uh. um what did Arrival come before or after Sicario? Um, I would have to look. I'm not sure. I think it'd be. I th- uh, let me just. Can you give me a second? Let me look. Let me okay, look. Go, you know, you yeah, I'm gonna look seconds. right now. All, All right. right. Uh, let's see. Content. Total Sicario. Content. Sicario came 2015. Arrival was 2016. Oh yeah. So that I think that was why they were riding on that too. So they had made he had made prisoners. And then Sicario, and then they're like, "Oh fuck!" And then he made Arrival, and then Blade Runner. And I don't, I look Blade Runners. Once Blade Runner was over, I wanted to watch Blade Runner. Yeah, like, that in the was theater, so good. There was like, some... I was worried because like a lot of the, you know, sequels they've been making that are way out of date. Yeah, they're never really as good as the original. But I like Blade Runner is one of my favorite movies. Just top favorite yeah. movies period yeah but uh well yeah 2049 was fucking excellent yeah well and, and we've talked about it before uh, i'm pretty sure on the podcast like just how um uh, as, as a standalone movie it's a fantastic but yeah. then coming 30 years after the original and still paying homage to it and doing something new and it just they it, it was so fantastic I yeah. I can't sing enough praise about that movie. I love it. I think yeah. that was probably. I, th- I think I saw that before I saw any of his other stuff, but that definitely hooks me on him as a director. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, Sicario yeah. itself is way different. Like <laughs> Sicario, yeah, and Sicario is like a, a a good movie too. Like yeah. it's different. Like and, that middle of the, like the uh, end of it where it shifts. 
Like that's just crazy. Like you don't see movies that have a definite perspective like that, and then just totally one eighty at the end, and you're like, wow, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> but and he did it, and he did it well. He um he had been wanting to do a sci-fi movie, um, yeah. and and then Arrival came along, and it was like, all right, cool, you know. And then he he it was like a movie that he wanted to do. I guess no other movie that he'd been approached for worked for him. Yeah, and then of course, so he's done Arrival, he's done Twenty Forty Nine, and now he's doing the monolithic Dune. Um, so I yeah, I think that he's gonna be, um, he might be in that vein of like Christopher Nolan, um, or yeah, you know, old school. I, I put him over um, Nolan. See, I I, I don't know. I, some Nolan movies have issues, and I think that's. that's because like, he writes like yeah i like nolan as a director i think he makes some good stylistic choices with his shots yeah. and stuff, but like there just seems to be something like missing from his movies for me okay All like right. I, I can't even really place it i just think like uh inception i like inception mm-hmm. there is very very little to explain any of it though <laughs> like right like cool yeah. or in dreams, like just accept it and move on. But like, I get that. How I get that. I think that he's like a better JJ Abrams. Yeah, like he'll come up with a cool idea. Yeah, and the story works and it falls yeah. through. You just like, like it's just it's probably just me nitpicking, but there's just something. Yeah, it is. You're an asshole. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I accept. No, that. no, I get it. I get it. And uh, you know, like, um, like it's Batman begins. Like him, it's just. I think Batman's like his Batman movies were probably the tightest because he didn't have to, you know, figure out like, well, why is this this? Like he, yeah, he didn't have to world build. Yeah, like everyone Um, was fucking Batman. Like if you watch Batman Begins, I mean that honestly, that's my favorite of the three. I I fucking love that one. I yeah, I think that the Dark Knight, um, there are some issues with it. I still think it's a fantastic movie. I just. And maybe if I saw it before I saw Batman Begins, I would think it's the better of the two. Mm. Um, so, you know, I, I'll, I'll cut it some slack there. I still think it's a really, really good movie. Um, Dark Knight Rises is just... Not I neither. don't know. It's not... It just... like, And I think it suffers because uh, What's-His-Face died. Um, um, so they couldn't yeah, incorporate... Heath Ledger. Yeah, so they couldn't incorporate Heath into it. Like I think he was probably... supposed to be mm-hmm. some part of it because yeah, know, he was such was a supposed f- to be into it. Phenomenal Joker, yeah. Um, but man, like, just there, there's some things in it. Like when you the first time you watch it, you're like, yes, this is a great fucking movie. But I don't think it's aged as well as the other. T- um, <laughs> like, like Bruce <laughs> being taken off to uh, some fucking prison yeah. in a hole in the ground. That looks like it's in Turkey or someplace. Yeah. Like, and then he shows back up to Gotham after it's been locked down. Pow. After he's had his vertebrae like kicked back in by some doctor who's blind or something. Like <laughs> there's a lot of issues that you're just like <laughs> like one or two, you're like, all right, I'll I'll let it slide. You know, uh like the whole um you know disbelief factor that goes in there, but one and again and again and again over and over you're like ah fuck dude i i just can't look the other way right now yeah it's like you're stuck watching things yeah um 
Yeah, I I absolutely love Inception. I think that Interstellar is a beautiful movie. Um, I didn't dig the crux, I guess, of that one. It and the thing is, like trying to make shoehorn love into being an element or something. Yeah, no, (laughs) that was kind of dumb. And then like the he was like, oh, it's gravity, the mystery of gravity. Like, what? What are you talking about? Like, we know what gravity is. It's a fucking fundamental force in science. Like, there's no mystery there. So, but yeah, I think that he's, you know, he's like J.J. Abrams, where he has like a really good idea, except that unlike J.J. Abrams, he can pretty much finish. Like, he doesn't just fucking meander and forget what the fuck he's doing. Where am I? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, I think halfway um, through Lost, like, oh, shit, where am I going? Oh, oh, fuck, Smoke Monster, Polar Bears, counting down to a button, you know. Uh, But yeah, uh, I'm really excited for Dune. I think uh, Denny is, he's he's a fucking fantastic director. Super good. And I know we have our differences with Robert Eggers, but he's like my other one. (laughs) <laughs> which one is who what does he do the vich and lighthouse oh yeah he's doing I mean, that viking one Let's see what he does with that viking which one is that one yeah his next project is some kind of revenge movie with vikings all right so yeah i mean the lighthouse I, i'll have to watch the Vich. i haven't watched it um so i'll watch it the lighthouse i think i just expected something different I think when that was I, more of a marketing failure because they were, yeah. I honestly just like when I heard he was making another movie, I was really excited because I liked the witch. Yeah. But I, well, I didn't, I don't watch trailers as much as I can. Like I avoid them. Yeah. So I'll go yeah, in I as think blind was, as possible. So when they it, were like, Oh, it's a horror movie. Like it's not a horror movie. Like if it's yeah. a horror movie, it's all psychological. Is it the Northman? Is that what it, the new one? Uh, I don't know if it has a name. I just heard that his his next project has something to do with being a revenge movie with Vikings in it. So, I mean, I'm down. I was down when he said he's making another movie. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like Alexander Skarsgård is going to be in it. He's good. Uh, And Bill Skarsgård. So many Skarsgårds. The thing is, so The Lighthouse, um, wasn't it? It was 824. Yeah, 824. And that was like um, Midsummer. Like Midsummer, yeah. it was supposed seen to be. It's so I think it it was kind of um, betrayed by like Lighthouse was like Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. It was almost marketed like kind of a thriller, suspense, horror. horror. And Midsummer was supposed to be like they're like, oh, well, this is a, this is a redefining horror. Like that's what they would say in the preview. And then yeah. I went and watched it, and I was expecting fucking scary, and it wasn't. Yeah, that's kind of why I don't pay attention to the ads in movies yeah. anymore. <laughs> I'll just yeah. take it as it is and like, go see it. If it sucks, it sucks. It's going to suck on its own account, not because I was sold something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's my bad. You know, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm not I'm not cracking you. I mean, yeah, I think I mean... it's an industry problem. Like, they constantly do that. They're always trying oh, to yeah. pigeonhole movies into being something they're not or or yeah. on, on the flip side you'll watch a fucking trailer for a movie and they'll divulge the entire damn story then it's like why that's the other thing yeah why or even the, go <laughs> all of the good parts will be in that three minutes of trailer. Uh, 
that's when it. you watch the movie you're like well i did not need to go to that <laughs> yeah 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 um i think that i think lighthouse is free now or it, it might be free here soon dreaming on, on amazon i believe that yeah i might have to i might watch it again i might have a few drinks and then watch it <laughs> if you just take it as like a sea shanty freaking yeah 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 I mean, now that know i know I'm... what to expect <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll watch it again i'll give it i'll give it another chance can't say that i don't give it another chance i mean it's kind of like if you advertise the shining as a romantic comedy like you walk out <laughs> like, the fuck was that <laughs> uh, oh um dr sleep is going to be available here soon streaming. yeah i gotta watch that still i missed it. yeah i've been i've been meaning to watch it um but I just saw that it's coming out. It's it's. I think it's like next week, or it's it's fairly soon. So if you're going to watch it, hold off and don't watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um, liked the book. I read the book. Okay. Yeah, you're a big King fan. Yeah, I got to do something about my King book. Like my King shelves. I think I have everything he's done, but they're all hardcover, so I can definitely see Oof. the the bow in my shelf. <laughs> yeah, I got to reinforce that shit. Like, oh, I need a freaking bar in there. Um, There's some of his that I didn't dig. Like the Tommy Knockers. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's written book. like a million fucking books. You yeah. can't like them all. I liked the Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. I've read it like five we've talked, times. Yeah, we've <laughs> talked about Dark Tower series. I like yeah. the first one. I like the Gunslinger. And then, I'm kind of yeah. sad. Like they uh, dropped that from the Amazon. Like they were going to oh, do they? a series. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. Well, yeah. It just. I was well, more the... into it as a series, not the fucking movie that they turned out. Well, there you go. The one flaw in Idris Elba is he was in the Dark Tower. Yeah. No, I mean, he would have been a great Roland if the damn bu- movie followed yeah. the book. Yeah, it was. They didn't know what the fuck they were. They tried. It was I terrible. I'm sure that was in development hell and. Yeah. Well, it was in development hell forever, right? Yeah. And then I'm yeah. sure that corporate and everything else wanted to get their fucking hands on it. Yeah, turn it into an action movie. Like, it's not an action story. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, action happens in the story. It's not an action story. I was paying attention to it when, they, when, when it was in development. They were talking about it. And they were like, oh, Dark Tower is going to come out, and it's going to be a series of movies. But Ron Howard is attached to it, and he's going to make a show in yeah. between the movies and it was like it could have been great like of course every like i'm sure that you know people with money were like oh no that nobody's done that before we can't do that but That's, it sounded like it was going to yeah. be a great idea i yeah i think they were suffering under the delusion that dc fell under when they oh we need a universe like marvel has like yeah, everyone needs maybe. a fucking universe. Like they were trying to do that with the uh, Frankenstein and Dracula. Yeah, the the dark universe the or dark whatever universe. it was. Everything does not need a universe. Well, <laughs> when you you're banking on Tom Cruise, <laughs> no, you Tom... already made a mistake. Yeah. Oh, that could have been that could have been good. Like that would have been great. Like a monster universe. Yeah. But yeah, I. I think I'm against it. <laughs> I don't know. It works, like it works for Marvel because you have such a backlog of content. Well, I mean, if you if you go off of like Penny Dreadful, the first series of Penny Dreadful, that was fantastic. Like Penny Dreadful as a Showtime, um, 
that whole series is amazing. Kind of fell off in the in the end uh, season, I think, because they they ran out of money and then they like wanted yeah. to finish it up. Aren't they but, making a new one now? Like, yeah, like LA. it's not. I tried watching the first episode and I stopped halfway. But Bummer. but the I mean, the first series is great, and they incorporated. There was Dracula. There was a werewolf. There was uh, Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster. You know. There yeah. was, uh, they worked in somehow Phantom of the Opera a little bit into there. Like, there was a lot, and it worked, and it worked, it was fantastic. I fucking love that. Yeah. And, it, you know, they could, they could do it. And sometimes, like, in the old days, when, like, the 40s and 50s and 60s, like, the black and white, right? Yeah. Boris Karloff. Um, mm. They had kind of uh, an interconnected a movies bit. a little bit. You know, yeah, a little bit, just a little bit. I don't so, think anyone really like cashed in. Like it was mostly a TV concept. Yeah, where you know you have continuing storylines and you propel forward. Even TV didn't really do it as well. Like you have all these sitcoms where it's just like a half hour block of this shit happening to your characters, and then you move on to the next week. And they might reference some stuff, but not all stuff. Yeah, what so was no that one, one movie? Um, was it Mod Squad? Yeah, Mod Squad. I remember Giovanni that thing DC. I think Giovanni was in that. Oh, really? Man. Yeah, I think so. There was a 90s version of Mod what? Squad. Oh, yeah. my God. There's but Mod yeah. Squad and the Avengers with... Uh, fuck, who played Voldemort? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Guy Pierce? No, it was a guy Pierce. No. Uh, it was him and Uma Thurman. It was them, yeah. but it was like a 1999 action movie where it was kind of James Bondy with a little bit of right. Well, that was the British was, Avengers. Yeah, British that wasn't Avengers. like the comic of Avengers. There was I remember when I was show. a kid, they're like, "Oh, we're making the Avengers movie," and I was like, "That's right. not Captain America." Yeah, and then you're like, "What?" <laughs> but it was actually um, like a 60s British show that they made into the movie. Yeah. That, that's what that was. That's because yeah. it was like this late two thousand, uh, late nineties revival of sixties mm-hmm. culture. Yeah, did, did well, you have I, that where you were like there was a bunch of kids that would dress up like hippies mm, in the no. late to mid nineties. <laughs> it was fucking no. weird. I grew up in Alaska. Nobody had style at all. Uh, <laughs> there was no culture there. Like I was wearing flannels and stuff in the mid nineties because I I didn't want to let grunge go. No. <laughs> but I was also uh, you know. 12. That sounds about right. So. You are still wearing flannel. Nah, yeah. No, I, <laughs> I like grunge. <laughs> I know. That's why you still wear fucking flannel. I get it. Fight me. Alice in Chains rocks. Fight me. Yeah, Alice in Chains. They're, they're the best Seattle band. In Utero is a fantastic album. Fight mm-hmm. me. Mm. Soundgarden. Uh, <laughs> uh, what other movies? Um, you got other movies? Uh, I watched a couple. Well, I already talked about Murder in the Front Row, which is right. highly recommended. I paid the $10 for that fucker. I'll probably watch it again. Yeah. I think I'm going to buy it right now. Yeah, dude. It's super. You'll you'll like it. Like, the whole scene yeah. was rad. Like, there's, it wasn't marked with tragedy as much as some other scenes, like, you know, Grunge, where Kurt shot himself and then fucking 
Lane Stanley OD and like yeah. grunge is a sad kind of scene, but thrash just seemed fucking fun. Like, <laughs> You're like Kurt, and I'm like, what? Well, Kurt Hammett didn't shoot himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, Kurt. Kurt, not Kirk. Okay, got it. Yep, yep. But uh, yeah, it just seems like a fun scene to be a part of. Like they, were, <laughs> they were talking like they had their certain clubs they'd go to, and they sounded like fucking shitholes. Yeah, but they'd play their shows, and if somebody walked in and they like perceived them as a poser, oh, good god, life is over. Oh, dude, they'd like fucking tear their Motley Crue t-shirts off and <laughs> shred them up and turn them into like uh, bracelets around their wrists. So he's like, you'd see these guys with like shredded t-shirt braids on their wrists all the way up to their elbows because it was like a fucking scalp almost like they were, you know, <laughs> tearing nice. off these shirts. I love <laughs> it. Kids Fuck them. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Like you walk into the Bon Jovi t-shirt, you're going to leave with a broken nose and no Good. t-shirt. <laughs> Good. Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah, it's funny. Like, oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of anything else that I've watched off the top of my head. I'd have to look through my... Just a couple. It was that one and I uh, watched Possessed with uh, okay. Sam Neill. That one's directed oh, by yeah, yeah, yeah. Polish director and Drizzle's Zura Zurowski. Right. right. That movie was fucking weird. Mm -hmm. I think the only thing I can kind of equate it to was Hellraiser. Okay. It was definitely not an American horror movie, but there was a lot of sex, sexual overtones, and it was a little Lovecraftian. Uh And I had to, I had to drop like 40 bucks for the DVD because it's not streaming fucking anywhere. Oof. But I kept seeing it popping up in my uh, horror movie groups that I'm on on Facebook. I'm like, oh, this one's pretty good. Like, you should check this one out. And, of course, can't fucking stream it anywhere. Right. But I, I pulled the trigger. Like, the edition I got had a bunch of special features, and it's pretty good packaging and stuff. And I like Sam Neill. Like, I watched uh, Into the Mouth of Madness. Recently, mm-hmm. that's a John Carpenter movie. Okay. So he goes in that one. He's in a small town and he uh, finds an author that somehow has managed to warp reality around what he's writing for his next horror movie. Like the words he's writing drive people crazy. So it's kind of Stephen Kingy, which I think uh, John Carpenter's kind of like the visual Stephen King. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's a pretty good horror flick, too. Side note. Into the Mouth of Madness. Should right. check it out. That one's streaming, but this one I looked up because oh boy. <laughs> this, one, <laughs> this one's fucking weird. There's a lot of weird imagery. Like it has a lot to do with uh Cold War Germany. Like they have the the wall and everything that plays a big role in it. Mm-hmm. And this guy's wife, Samuel's wife, he's a spy and he finishes a job. And they give him a stack of cash and a briefcase for payment. So he's done doing his spy thing for now. And he's like back home and his wife's like getting more and more erratic. And it's like he finds out she's been cheating on him. So it starts Mm -hmm. out and you're like, oh, this is like a relationship movie where this guy's, you know, marriage is collapsing and he has a little kid. And they're Mm -hmm. just like spend a good amount of time screaming at each other. And she just 
runs out like I've got to see him and like oh, you're like okay well this is what this is <laughs> then uh Sam Neil meets the dude she's cheating on him with and he's just douchebag German psychologist and you're like okay and like Sam Neil tries to fight him and he gets his ass kicked because this All guy right. like, I don't know he's fucking some goofy ass kung fu but he kicks him kicks him <laughs> out all right. So it's going this way. And you're like, okay, this is how this is going. But then you find out there's someone else that she's cheating on both of them with. You're like, oh, well, that's kind of weird. Like, this this chick just can't get enough, can she? I guess. So he tracks this chick down. Like, he tracks his wife down where, like, she's going to meet this other person. And he hired her because he hires a private detective. Mm-hmm. She fucking kills the guy. Like, because oh. he... Like, spoiler alert, prior to all of this, but he, <laughs> the detective makes this ruse where he's like inspecting the windows of this apartment. So she's like, I don't want you in here. He's like, well, I got to inspect the windows. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you, lady. And he comes in and this place is completely empty. It's a shithole apartment. And he gets to the last room and there's this like fucking fleshy looking lump in the corner that like sort of looks human. So it's definitely like horrifying. Yeah. And the guy's like, what in the shit? And he's like, it doesn't really say it explicitly, but I think this thing is like some kind of Lovecraftian old God or something. Cause it affects his mind. So he okay. like starts like losing his shit and he drops his gun and the lady's like, she picks it up and kills him. So now you're like, Oh, this movie just shifted gears on you. So, oh. like, yeah, he's like the woman's gone crazy. She's killing people. He doesn't know what's going on. And you move on past that, and uh, Sam Neill kind of tells the other guy that she was cheating on him with, like, "Hey, this she's like not only cheating on me, she's cheating on you too, Buckaroo. Like, why don't you go to this apartment?" <laughs> and also a murderer. Yeah, he didn't tell her that, or he oh. didn't tell him that. So he's like, "Hey, go see this guy." Like. You know, she's cheating on you too, buddy. And he's like, oh, I can't have this. <laughs> so like, okay. he goes there and he sees this fucking lumpy mess on a bed. And it looks like a brain hooked to a sack of lungs with a bunch of tentacles. But he's like, what is that? Like, holy shit, you're fucking crazy, lady. And she's like, oh, well, he's tired right now. He's made love to me all night. And you're like, what? <laughs> so... Yeah, he he loses his shit. She stabs him, and he runs off. And then Sam Neill catches up with the guy at a bar, and he's trying to tell him like all this insane shit about some beast, and that she's completely lost her mind, and she's chopping up bodies. And he's like, "You're you're fucking crazy!" Like, yeah, the movie's a trip. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but all right. I don't know if I should totally spoil it. Yeah, let's. Uh, we don't need a play-by-play. Okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, it's just hard to describe because he has so much imagery with the the great or not the Great Wall, the, the fucking the Berlin Wall. Between, yeah, the Berlin Wall. Yeah. There's a lot to do with that and like the whole Cold War aspect. And I think the director was going through a divorce at the time, so uh, he was reading the Tolstoy's Anna Karina. Mm. Anna, so that, uh, Karina, yeah, Anna, Anna Kurd, Kurd, whatever. I haven't read it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. But he took that story and turned it into some weird pseudo sexual horror movie. Sure. Which <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> All right. That's that does sound weird. Yeah. Uh, I I did watch um Den of Thieves. It's on uh, Netflix. Who's um, in that one? Gerard Butler. Oh no. Little Gerard. Um so Gerard Butler is in it, and then fifty cent and I'm pretty sure Ice T's uh son mm. is in it. I, I think there's a few other people. Pablo Schreiber. Ice uh, lowercase T. Yeah. Um uh-huh. and it, I remember when it came out and the previews were like it is gonna be like oh fuck, it's Gerard Butler. And yeah. he oh, oh there's all these people, blah blah blah. And it was a fucking slow ass, boring ass Kais <laughs> movie. Uh, uh, don't watch it. It's fucking stupid. You're gonna watch it and be like, wow, cool, I just spent two and a half hours with for nothing. No, like, thank you. Like heist movies are just kind of shit. Like it takes a uh, good. You got to yeah. be a good movie to be a good heist. Because there are good it, ones and there are complete. There are good ones, but but it takes something different. Like it's really hard, and and all of them have to like. There's that one with um, can't remember his fucking name. That British guy where he <laughs> there was like a twist at the end. Huh? Idris? Yeah. Is uh, no, not Idris. Oh, uh, no. Fucking, uh, I can't remember. It's, it's um, Colin. Something, something. Colin Firth? No, not that guy. I don't know. Something else. But anyway, like, uh, just remember, you got to, you got to set it up right to have a good fucking heist. Because most of the time, everything's been done already. And you're like, cool, I don't give a shit. I've seen this before, you know? (laughs) Um, And it was like that. It was like, oh, here's a twist at the end. And you're like, cool, I just spent two hours to get here. (laughs) It's not a big payoff. Yeah, you know? that's a bummer. Um, so it was shitty, but if you I watch did that watch... shitty one, you should watch. A, I think it's just heist. Yeah, I mentioned it before. It's Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and it's terrible. No, I don't want to watch it. I, no. <laughs> um, see which there's... one's worse. <laughs> yeah, no, and then I watched uh, Extraction. Mm-hmm. Um, and Extraction is with um, fucking Chris Helmsworth. Ooh. Oh, that's Four. the one with Little the uh, award. Netflix. Yeah, yeah, it's on mm-hmm. Netflix. Um, and it's written by the Russo brothers. Nice. Um, screenplay by one of the Russos, but then it's directed by Sam Hargrave, and Sam Hargrave is uh, he was a stunt man in a bunch of um Russo brothers movies. Nice. So they were just like he has been trying to make kind of his directorial debut. Um, and this was like the chance for him. The Russos were like, Hey, we've got this movie. Uh, we think that you would be perfect for directing. And he was like, all right, cool. And so he, you know, first time directing and it's a lot like, um, you know, John wick, John wick was directed by a stuntman. Um, I think they were the stuntmen from the matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this movie is 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 actually really fucking good. It's so and it's kind of I didn't mean to like bring both of these movies up at the same time, but <laughs> like so you've got um you've got that fucking stupid ass heist movie 
Yeah. And it doesn't do anything new and it's there's no payoff whatsoever. It's just a fucking dumb it, it you're like, "Oh, cool, whatever. I'm I've seen all of this shit before." Yeah. But then you have Extraction, and Extraction is not an original movie. Like it's got a a, a plot that you we've seen a lot of times before. It doesn't bring anything new to it, but what it does do it, it does everything very very well the action right. sequences in it um are really really great um i sent you the uh there's a youtube video where sam was talking about it's like a 12 or 14 minute um quote unquote one take yeah so um and how and all the links that he had to go to to manage that and get that done um Lots of good attention to detail in the fight sequences and, and everything else. The action is is really, really fucking great. People were like, oh, well, Chris Hemsworth didn't really get to act in it. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, he's got other movies that he can go and act in. It's not an acting yeah. movie. It's an action movie. Um, but it's actually a really fucking good movie, especially for, like, um, they were filming it in India, and um, India has super strict gun laws, so oh, all yeah. of the action sequences were filmed with rubber guns, and then they had yeah. to go through and edit the guns so that, like, when they shot, you would see, like, you would see the slide kick back and the, you know, the bam, like, the fucking muzzle flash and all this other shit, and it, I wouldn't have been able to tell you that it, they were all fake when I was watching it. Nice. Yeah, it was, it was really fucking good. Um, yeah, I really, really liked it. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I know I you told me about it, and I've kind of been working, so I'll probably yeah. watch it this weekend since I have some time. Yeah, you should. You should watch. I it. will. I just got that. You. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, you started singing. I was like, oh, "Are we doing singing? Is that what we're doing?" What is uh? God damn it. God damn it. Uh, hang on. I'm going to find out that fucking... I'm going to find that fucking movie, the other heist movie. That I'm... Uh, uh, Ocean's 22. Nope. nope, not that one. Uh, Has there been a Marvel heist? Yeah, movie? Ant-Man. And uh, also yeah, yeah, Endgame, yeah, yeah. basically. Because they did have yeah. the steal thing. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Oh uh, yeah, it was. It was a. They even said it in the movie. It's a time heist. <laughs> <laughs> time heist. So what you're saying is time heist. Yeah. I uh, mm, uh yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, time heist. It's a time heist. I just what balls it would have took to like after Infinity War, just like yep, they're dead. <laughs> right. Like, well, yeah, there are dead. quote unquote some that are dead. Yeah, um, yeah true. <laughs> Yeah, the Black Widow's dead. We're just following the cool timeline. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I still think it was really, really good. Shut up. Black Widow. Oh, man. Are you going to wait to see that if it comes out in theaters? Or are you going to, like, stream it? Uh, I'm probably going to go watch it. Yeah, this whole fucking shutdown's really halted a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is this movie? I'm trying to find <clears throat> I can't help you, bro. What is who's in it? One of the bigger. Oh, um, what was the fucking movie where everybody? 
It's gonna sound so American. Never mind. <laughs> uh, no, no, now you have to say it. I can't. I was like, "What's the movie where they had everybody just had fucking guns and they were just fucking crazy?" And um, hmm. uh, Walmart on. on a Friday. No, no. I think that's when Walmart I say on it, a Friday. When I say it, you're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I know, <laughs> I know what movie you're talking about." They go ding, ding, ding. <laughs> you're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, that gun movie." <laughs> <laughs> shoot him up oh yeah yeah shoot him up oh, so god that movie okay clive owen he's the guy that was in it um apparently i don't get a look at clive owen movies like every other fucking google result <laughs> here we go <laughs> bump up inside man hey. so inside man was a heist movie that had like a really good fucking plot twist craziness to it yeah. That was a movie. Like you gotta, you gotta step up your fucking heist movie game if you're gonna make a heist movie. Uh, yeah. Dead of Thieves was not. It was shit. It was like, oh, here's a bad cop. He's a, he's a, he's a bad cop. Cool. I've seen that a million times. Like, who gives a shit? And then you're like, oh, well, here's a bunch of bad guys. They're gonna carry out this this theft. And you're like, cool. What else do you have? Is this? And it was two hours of just plodding Shit. along, just fucking meandering to get where the fuck it was going, and then people fucking died, and then you're like, cool, everybody's dead now. And then at the end, there was this little tiny twist, and you're like, that was it. That was <laughs> that was a fucking twist. Shyamalan sized twist. Yeah, it wasn't even a, a Shyamalan twist. It was trash. Ah, fuck that movie. Then I ain't gonna watch mm -hmm. it. For some reason, when you said though. shoot him up, I was thinking smoking aces. It was, yeah, it's along that same fucking line. Yeah, that wasn't that good either. Fucking shoot him up. He's like having he, sex with her with, and holding a baby yeah. and shooting things. That's the one where he killed the guy with a carrot. Yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah. Smoking aces, the guy sits on a chainsaw. That's what I remember of it. Yeah. That wasn't that great. There was a sequel to that movie. You know shit. Yeah, there's a there's a smoke and aces too. I'm pretty fucking sure. Um, I don't think I'd waste my time on it. <laughs> like I watched that was smoke also. And aces I think it was like late two thousands when everyone needed some kind of big old cast and a lot of shooting. So there was man. It didn't matter. Like I don't remember it? much. There's one that one dude in smoking aces. That big guy. Who was just he played crazy guy and then he yeah, always yeah. played crazy guys. Kevin he, Duran. That's he's just the crazy guy now. <laughs> he's just a crazy guy. Like he always just kind of played that psycho <laughs> guy. They need to bring that back in Saturday Night Live with him. <laughs> Have a Dan Aykroyd and Steve Martin. Like we're just three wild and crazy guys. <laughs> <laughs> what is there three of them? <laughs> Is there Smoke and Aces movies? Jesus, really? There's Smoke and Aces 2, Assassin's Ball. That wasn't good enough to make a sequel. And is there a third one? I don't know. Wikipedia is failing me if there's Unnecessary, a third one. Unnecessary, sir. Yeah, yeah. Smoke and Aces. Why? I typed in. All right, let's. No, okay, no, no. There's. There, no. 2021. There's supposed to be. It's. It, it's not out yet. It hasn't no. happened. So, okay. fuck, we live in a strange timeline. 
Smoking Aces 3, Ben Affleck, Andy Garcia, Alicia Keys, Ray Liotta, Jeremy Piven, and Ryan Reynolds. I know, it's oh, like such a huge oh, cast. Yeah. Fucking speaking of Ryan Reynolds. Oh no. Is Six Underground that uh, fucking movie that Netflix yeah. was like just shoving down your throat? Holy yeah, yeah. fuck. I think that we thing is a, about that last time. Like, it's terrible. That movie is like a dumpster fire. It not yeah. no. It's like like a trash barge fire. I no. read the uh, no. what is it called? It's like if an entire planet was made of trash, and then somebody <laughs> set it on fire. <laughs> trash planet, and it would be six underground planet on fire. Like it oh, was God. fucking. Did I talk about it last time? Jesus Jeez. Christ, that movie sucked. You might have, but that's fine. We can reiterate how terrible it was. Oh my god, <laughs> that movie fucking was terrible. I did not watch it. I still no, you don't. watched it. Don't ever. It's Don't want to watch it. Probably like, one of the worst movies. Like It's like the most over-budgeted like, trash movie I've so ever seen. It seems so fucking tone-deaf for like what's going on in society and stuff. Like, oh, these billionaires are going to save you. Yeah. No... No, it starts not. off with like the first half hour is just a fucking uh, car chase through not Italy. Not even and a you're good just, one. Like they don't even introduce anybody. You're just like, um, what is fucking going on? Like the whole time. That's and that's then, Michael Bay. Like he doesn't want yeah. plot. He it is the Michael Bay est of Michael Bay movies. Uh. It is just. There's he's, no substance to that, anything that, whatsoever. He's the fucking anti Kubrick. He is the anti good movie. Like anti anything. Like I could Oh my god, I'd watch a Josh Trank movie before I'd watch him. Oh, speaking of, he just came out with a new movie. Yeah. <laughs> Who let that happen? I don't know. Um oh the Capone movie. That's Oh Tom Hardy Dunder. Tom Hardy, why? Why Tom Hardy? I can't it, stand Josh Trank either. Yeah. Ooh. Uh it like originally it looked like it was supposed to be good, but then I like read some like reviews and I was like, all right, I don't want to watch that ever. <laughs> I like Tom Hardy, he's a great actor, but Yeah, love Tom Hardy. The Friend mid- of the show. I, for some reason, if I was an actor and Trank's name came up on something like nope. Ugh. I'll just continue. It's gonna be the like story. the new fucking Scott Snyder. Good God, Zack Snyder. Uh, that guy, uh, Zack Snyder. Zack, Scott Snyder is a comic book writer. Zack Snyder, uh, absolute yeah, trash. Scott human Snyder. Being. If Scott Snyder did a movie, I'd be down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zack Snyder. Um, no. So we've been rambling on for over two hours now. Holy shit! Really? <laughs> yeah. That's probably me just drunken rambling about a movie I didn't really understand. Yeah, all that. And, you know, we we've been talking. We talked a lot about Adam Driver. So he's a dreamy guy. Yeah, he's a dreamy man. He's a dreamy stallion. So he's a, he's a unique looking individual. Yeah, uh, but yeah, totally I would like to eat it. food. I think that dinner uh, should be soon in my future. I should do. I don't know what that's going to entail, but I should do. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, should do. I'm, Definitely should yeah. do. It's well, late anyway. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed listening to our drunken ramble. <laughs> every week, every time we do this, it's drunken ranting. Well, that's that's. I mean, that's why we made the show. Yeah, that's why we did it. We do it, it up for the and talk rants. about weird shit and music. Yeah. 
This is yeah. basically the audio version of our chats anyway. It's very it's very true. Th- hey, that... did, you, did you see this movie? Fuck it. What about this one? Oh, shit. You know, uh, in future days, when they're like, oh, where did you come up with the idea for the Triple M podcast? And we're old has-beens. With um, millions of dollars. Trying to a buck, you know? We uh, made we're our $10. Like, well, we figured we'd audioize uh, our, um, you know, Facebook messengers. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. That's what's going to happen. And it's going to uh, continue to happen unless we, like, get in an argument or something. Dude, I... So it's probably going to continue to happen. That's <laughs> how it's going to be. But anyway, you know, yeah, you know, I need like to eat Robert food. <laughs> you know, like Robert Pattinson. I like Robert Pattinson. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> it's going to be a fantastic Batman. Apparently it's going to be a real dark Batman. Oh, What's his God. face? The director, Gollum. Gollum says it's going to be really, really dark. So We've we've had a lot of dark Batmans. We should go back to the Schumachery nipples and yeah. credit cards. That would be... <laughs> That would be fantastic. He needs a research. Yeah. Rubber lips are immune to your charm. What's his face? Gollum. Gollum's a director. And he says it's going to be really dark. Goddamn. All right. Yeah. By the way, well, we're going to call it because I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. lightheaded. We've been going for Uh, a while. Yeah, we've been going for a real long time. I hope everybody appreciated it. Everybody stay safe. Wash if you your lasted hands. this long. Yeah, if you lasted this long, uh, you know what? We are, uh, if you listen to the Triple M podcast, it kills the coronavirus. <laughs> so, you're safe. You're welcome. Yeah. We you're care cured. about you. You're cute. Yeah. yeah. All right. And, um, yeah. So, stay metal. Yeah, do that. Stay metal. Okay, bye. Bye, bye everybody. See you. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. T-Mobile has been building America's largest 5G network for this epic 5G moment. Introducing the new iPhone 12 Pro. Now at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Download, upload, and game at 5G speed in more places. Unleash the power of iPhone 12 Pro with T-Mobile. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com.